0: Hey, it's Gonzano I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more, and leave us some feedback. Away we go.
1: Initialize sequence.
0: Welcome to
1: The Baldcast. A production of John Konzano's Baldface Truth.
0: Back to the Baldface Truth with John Gonzano on 750 The Game. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. What's going to happen there? What I wanted to do on today's show uh, is I wanted to go where the story is. Haley Lewis uh, works at the NBC affiliate in Kansas City, KSHB, formerly of KEZI in Eugene. You may remember Haley from her time in Eugene. She's joining us now. How are you, Haley?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. Just, you know, running around with the madness that is following Patrick Mahomes. I'm on ankle watch all week, so it's pretty thrilling.
0: <laughs> Give us an idea. Like uh, those morning meetings that you have, you know, like uh, they, they just say, Haley, you got the ankle, or how does that go down? No,
1: I, I, I kid you not. I'm literally on ankle watch. That is what my segment was called on my hits today. <laughs> I'm in there. You know, we're asking Patrick Mahomes these just rhetorical questions and and just repetitive things about how's your ankle? How many ways can you ask the ankle question? And then finally we start talking to him, and I'm like, did you see all the videos of yourself on Twitter? And he's like, yeah, I, I don't know how many people are watching me walk and tweeting about me walking. I really don't know what you think you can gain from seeing me walk up and down a few stairs at a presser. But, I mean, it's just it's riveting news here. Uh, happy to say, he can climb the the podium stairs and get back down just safely.
0: Give us an idea, because you're around him and the other players often. Like just sort of the mood: are they loose? Are they tense? Um, you know, do they seem concerned? A little uptight as we as they move into the AFC title game.
1: Yeah, you know, I think going into this week, the mood was a little anxious. You you see how the Bengals did against the Bills. And the Chiefs, sure, you know, they didn't want the Bills either. But after watching how they handled um, or watching how the Bengals handled the Bills, they definitely didn't want to see Cincy again. And and with the history they have, you know, three games in one year, always a three-point loss, I think the mood going into it at first was kind of like, okay, now we're going up against the Bully. You know, are they going to take our lunch money again? And then this week, it seemed really relaxed at practice. The guys are having fun. They're having way more fun than they definitely did down the stretch during the regular season. And in the locker room, it's all high spirits. And if they're acting, they're doing a great job. But I would say that people are starting to get more confident now that they know Mahomes is doing pretty darn well. And if anything he's shown that his acting skills are phenomenal, or he really is fine. So I would say that the mood and the spirits are high because the likelihood of one team taking down Patrick Mahomes four times in a row consecutively, it, it's unlikely, but it doesn't mean that they're taking it lightly.
0: All right, if, if Patrick Mahomes can't go, it's an obvious uh, competitive advantage to the Bengals, but how much confidence does this yeah. team have in the backup? <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't even like to say this. Like, I don't even want to speak it. But uh, I was actually talking with Chad Henney, who's their backup, just to, just actually yesterday in the locker room and saying, you know, how confident are you going into this one? How you feeling? And the guy's been around since 2018, right? So he's been here for all the AFC championships behind Mahomes and, and getting to, you know, he's 37 years old. It's kind of, we jokingly say they might have to go back to that, like Alex Smith playbook of Andy Reid's, right? But I think the team is confident, in fact, I mean, he watched it last week, right? He took them 98 yards out all the way down. It took a while, but they got there eventually, you know, giving uh, Kelsey a couple throws and finally getting that touchdown throw in the end zone there. But I think they're confident in knowing that if Chad Hennie has to step up, he can do it. He's done it before in a divisional game. I mean, back two seasons ago, Patrick had an injury. He came in. I think it was a head injury. He had a concussion. He comes in, finishes the divisional game against the Browns, and, and closes it out. Is it ideal against a team like the Bengals? Absolutely not. But I think if he has to go, the, the supporting cast has to prove that they they are something without Patrick Mahomes at this point.
0: Haley Lewis is our guest, NBC affiliate in Kansas City, formerly of KEZI and Eugene. By the way, do you miss Eugene, or what do you miss about Eugene most? <laughs>
1: You know, I always love it because I didn't go to a Power Five college, so every time the Oregon Ducks are doing anything, I always claim them as my own and I love to cheer for them. But gosh, I miss I miss Eugene's weather. I miss the the ability to just walk outside and go on a, a trail. And as I'm freezing here in the teens and wondering how it's going to snow on Sunday, yeah. I definitely miss the West Coast. It's um, just the Pac-12 was such a fun such such a fun conference to cover. You know, everything in the Midwest is just uh, the Big 12 and the Big 10 fighting it out with each other and then the SEC acting like they own everything. So I miss it out there, that's for sure. Uh,
0: let me ask you, I mean, this is a team that has got a couple of Super Bowl appearances with Patrick Mahomes. They won one already. Uh, what What would it mean to Mahomes and this franchise to get back to the Super Bowl and then to get back there and win?
1: I mean, it's it's unheard of, right? You see, this is the first NFL team to ever host their fifth consecutive AFC title game. He's taken over since 2018 as a starter, and now here they are continuing to put together success, him and Andy Reid, just like a pair made in heaven, apparently. But I think for this team to show that they're not just a trend, you know, that they're not just like some like lucky team that stuck around for five years that they can actually turn into a dominating legacy, right? They want to be like that Patriots team with Tom Brady and Belichick. They want to show that they can continue to have that success because that's way more impressive than just going a couple of times. So I think this year is so important that they get to the big game uh, rather than just Falling out at the AFC title game again, and, and Mahomes he's getting he's getting older, which is so weird to say. The guy's twenty seven, and he's the oldest guy left in this thing, which is wild. Uh, but it's pretty it's pretty cool to see what they've been able to string together. So I think it's big.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, you know, you have seen him evolve a little bit. When you say older, are you seeing a more mature, calm? How has he changed?
1: <laughs> I think the, I mean he was always mature, right? He was always like easy to talk to, very, very professional. He's never going to be a guy who talks trash or, or gets the sound bite that goes viral about him. But I think the thing you've seen him mature in, and it's kind of crazy to think that his game can actually evolve, is the fact that he's, he's learned to stay – his maturity shows in the game where he takes the check down rather than chucking the ball down the field because he wants the big play, right? He sees he sees, and thinks about, all right, it's not always about the Mahomes magic. It's about getting to the next play. It's about staying on the field. And and he does such an incredible job of extending the play, but you see the maturity in his game where he also is more comfortable in the pocket, right, and trusting his offensive line because that was something that went terrible when they were taking on Tampa in the Super Bowl. Uh, so I think that the fact that he's able to evolve only shows that at this young age he'll continue to do so, which is kind of scary to think of future.
0: Haley Lewis, NBC affiliate in Kansas City. Uh, other keys to the game. You're, look, you're on Ankle Watch, but what are, what are other people in Kansas City talking about when it comes to the Bengals and what they do well? And what are the other keys to the game in your mind?
1: I mean, the key to the game, I think, for the Chiefs is get to Joe Burrow, right? That's something they weren't able to do in the AFC title game last year. It's something that he eluded uh, the Chiefs' defense, and they were talking to the defensive coordinator today, Steve Spagnuolo, and he referred to Joe Burrow as a guy who has, like, six eyeballs on his head, right? He can just always see what's coming. <laughs> he always knows what's coming, and, and he stays so calm, right? And He does very little, little moves. Uh, He's very agile and can just easily evade being tackled and I think that that was a huge problem the last couple of losses don't really rely on Patrick Mahomes, not really his shoulders, but mainly the Chiefs' defense. So are they able to put pressure on Burrow? Are they able to combat and stop the secondary? Oh, my God, the chief secondary has got to be on their game because when you look at the wide receiver core that the Bengals are bringing into this one, it's daunting. So I think the biggest key is going to be slowing down Burrow and, honestly, keeping him off the field, right? I know that's a really kind of lame and cliche way to say it, but keep Burrow on the bench.
0: I, you know, I, I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I I you know the Chiefs obviously arrive with a reputation intact. If they don't win yeah. this game, Haley, how much soul searching do they do, or do they just go, hey, it it doesn't it, it didn't work out. We come back next year, we regroup. Uh, you know, do they do they need to make an overhaul if they don't win?
1: I gosh, it's, it stresses me to even think like that because I think that that's when they really have to look at themselves in the mirror, and and I think you're right. Steve Sagnolo's defense has done phenomenal things, but as as we've continued to see now over three years, it takes a long time for people to pick up the deep playbook that he has. And it takes so long down the stretch for them to get really flowing and, and doing so quickly in the defense. They have so many rookies that it's like, do you stick with that? Do you keep that going? Or, like you said, do you overhaul that? Because that's what they did back in 2017, going into 2018. They overhauled everything. So yeah, I think that you would have to, right? You would have to identify those issues. And then you got Eric Bieniemy, who's the offensive coordinator. Who is up again for another head coaching position and we'll see if he stays right is that someone who you would take out and then bring in the quarterback coach matt Nagy to take over as oc i think if, the, if they lose this weekend on sunday they have to make those changes or, or you can't even i mean I think there's going to be uproar from Chiefs Kingdom, but I definitely think that if you don't make those changes, you're not putting one foot in front of the other and actually addressing the issue in front of you. This this longevity of championships won't last.
0: Haley Lewis from NBC in Kansas City. All right, stay on that ankle. Uh, you know, keep on that ankle. And <laughs> Do you think Mahomes is, is going to – do you think it's a non-factor for the game? Like, where, where are you leaning right now? Uh,
1: the, the one thing that I, I'm concerned about – do I think he'll have adrenaline pumping and do a phenomenal job and go out there and be able to perform to his full extent? I think so. I'm concerned about the offensive line protecting him. That's the thing that scares me, right, is those those plays where he could get hurt, re-injure it on the field, and then it doesn't matter what treatment he did leading up to it. If you get hurt again on the field, it's not going to matter. So that's my biggest fear is him re-injuring it or, I mean, getting injured at all, right? So it's just – I, I can't. I can't really describe it better than just to say I'm uncomfortable going into this game, and I'm mm-hmm. glad I don't have to step on the field.
0: There you go. Not on the field. Uh, get on the news, though. I know you got a show to do, Haley Lewis. Thank you. <laughs> I know a lot of people in the state of Oregon remember you from your time covering sports here, and uh, we wish you well.
1: Hey, I appreciate that. And if I get any great solo pictures of Mahomes' ankle, I'll make sure I send them right away.
0: Make sure you get them right over. All right, <laughs> Haley Lewis. There she is, formerly of K E Z I. Uh, guys I want to go around the room after hearing Haley talk about Mahomes in his ankle do you feel uh better or worse about the chiefs prognosis for this game Stephen I feel better I feel better with it I, I mean all reports and Katie Haley uh kind of reiterated this like it's gonna be a problem yeah and it's it, you know it's not a hundred percent but he's moving around and he's not in the injury report I think I think I was starting to lean Chiefs a lot more. Uh, as time goes on, I think he's going to be probably not a hundred percent, not not you know vintage Mahomes where he's running around out of the pocket all the time. But I think he can make a play or two out of the pocket just to keep Cincinnati on their toes. I'm I'm starting to believe Mahomes. I think you know what I'm gathering from her is uh, a this is a big story and you know she's on the ankle so to speak, the beat of the ankle and watching that. But the the questions for the Chiefs. You know, there were other questions about this team prior to Mahomes injuring his ankle. And, and I think, you know, we saw them make a change on offense. And Tyreek Hill's not on this team, but they have missed a beat offensively all season. They were fantastic. But uh, defensively, uh, can Joe Burrow and the Bengals move the ball on him. And and then there becomes a question. Like, there's a little trash talking going on in this series. Like, I, you know, one of the Chiefs linebackers says so he's not worried about the Bengals at all today. I don't know if that's a good thing to say in front of a game against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And, but and the he Bengals says he's not are, worried. And the Bengals are calling, calling Arrowhead Burrowhead. Yeah. Like there, there are some. These teams do not like each other, and they both feel like they are, uh, you know, the top dog in the AFC. So it's gonna be an exciting game. I can't wait for this game. Uh, I'm still lean, leaning Bengals until I see. Patrick Mahomes, run around, out of the pocket, jump, be parallel to the ground, and throw the ball 40 yards down the field like he always does. Uh, I think the Bengals uh, have a leg up in this one. Our big splash is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll go to the 49ers-Eagles game as Dieter Kurtenbach of the San Jose Mercury News will be joining us to tell us what's going on in 49er camp. Leave it here.
1: We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Baltimore. Hey,
0: sorry to interrupt the podcast, but...